The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, show number 341 of this 19th day of October 2023. Tonight's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase there at SeatGeek. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles and uh, other great podcasts, such as the Corner Booth Podcast. Rise of the occasion and uh, my favorite on Tuesday nights, Mike and the boys at Crap Rude Sports. And thank you everybody for uh, listening to the 1420 podcast on a daily basis from all of us here at uh, 1420 World Headquarters. Tonight we are recording uh, from the uh, the West Coast affiliate out here on Vancouver Island. Uh, Craig, Craig Schwartz joining us, our legal expert of the 1420 World Headquarters, along with, uh, as usual, Dave's joining us. Dave, uh, how's things out there in Lethbridge, Alberta? We're, t- we're out here in the uh, the sunshine of the island. How's things out there in Alberta? Kind of like us. Hot and windy. Holy. <laughs> it was hot today. It was 24 degrees Celsius. Like So we're talking mid to high 80s for our American friends. And windy. Like 70 to 80 K. So we're talking like the 40 to 50 mile an hour range. So... Awesome warm weather in October. Shitty, windy. We uh, we went for a walk down the Oaks. It took the uh, took the uh, the Mutts, uh, Scout and McGuire down for a walk. We saw some seals, and it was actually there were sea lights. I think they're seals. I don't even know, but they were uh, marine life was kind of neat. Something you don't see every day. They're they're like deer out uh, in Alberta. They're just kind of roaming around the oceans, kind of hanging out. It's kind of a, the uh, the thing that I saw there. And uh, Craig. Uh, because you're an Alberta boy through and through, and it goes down. You've been out here for twenty some years now. But uh, when you uh, when you see the seals out there, are you still kind of amazed out there on a daily basis when you see them. It's still nice. It's still cool. You're like, oh, hey, there's a seal. Look at them, right? But and the sea lions. I mean, that's something else. They're a lot bigger and and gross and fat. <laughs> They're actually, I'm, you know, I'm kind of a kindred spirit. And like the windy, like you say, they they they're farting and burping and yelling. The, uh, the flew out here yesterday from uh, from Calgary, and we were landed in Vancouver and took a ferry across. But uh, when the, the the wheels touched down in Vancouver yesterday, somebody like the the one of the uh, I guess the call them flight attendants, not stewardess anymore, but flight attendants, they got a microphone. And it was, sir, can you please sit down? Sir, can you please sit down? Sir, can you please? And this was instantly when the wheels touched the ground. There was a elderly uh, oriental man he was in his 70s i guess it was he had his bag and he was coming down the aisle and we were about row four or five and this guy was coming like he was leaving that airplane no matter what at that point he was in a hurry he was going to go through the through the door like and the girl had to see she spoke whatever uh whatever language that they were speaking and it was unbelievable i couldn't believe like what i was seeing dave like when i actually i'll ask you craig first uh, you, you see something like that. Is it the other pastor's obligation maybe to stop that guy to, to maybe like, dude, what are you fucking doing? 100% head down someone else's problem. 
They, I agree. I agree with Craig, but I'm one of the guys that that's in it for the people. Like you know, fuck off. You're in the back, and just because you're in the back, does and you want to be an asshole, doesn't let you. He, he essentially is skipping the line, right? I do that at the grocery store. I do that anywhere. If I if I do that in traffic, if someone's trying to skip the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they might have to walk around and make. I'll make it really uncomfortable if they have to say excuse me. I love that. Oh, am I in your way? From I, way back, I don't there? think I've it was those things trying to beat the line. I think he wanted to get off. Like I, I, it was like I don't know. Like it was not a nine eleven thing going to the fucking cockpit. Or it was it, like as soon as the wheels hit, he was going to that door. And I was like, Jesus, man! Like it was, it was really, really odd. Like it's something you never seen before. I've who been, doesn't who there. doesn't like to get off? I've been there at times where you're like, okay, I know everybody else here has to get off, but my connecting flight leaves in seven seconds, and I've got to go. And I and I'll but I'll, then I'll say, hey, hey, I, I hope you don't mind. I got to try and get through here. I got a mic. I I got a race. I got and people will let you through. You don't just start going. But then there's also you know if people are if there's language barriers and cultural barriers, you try and think the best of people. Well, we had that yesterday because we, we got delayed by an hour and a little bit yesterday in Calgary. And our ferry was supposed to be at one o'clock, and on and on it went. So we actually had, we did, we actually Deanne, well, not me, because I whatever. I don't, but Deanne actually asked one of the, the other flight attendants, can, "Can we move up close to the front of the plane? Got, help us get off." And, and there was two extra seats we sat apart, and, so, and that's when I saw the guy coming. So we actually did that, saying, "Hey, can we can we get a, maybe a little advance?" It didn't matter anyways the way the uh, the way uh, the, whatever airline we flew on. Yes, I'll never do that again. That's, disaster but uh boys you know, but, but also too when i'm flying i'm assuming i'm flying with assholes i assume everybody on that plane is an asshole not and that, and that's the thing like we, we me and jan talk about all the time whenever we fly like the 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 concept of flying like when we were younger like when you fly everybody got a meal and it was great it was great you had suits on and now it's just a, it's an absolute wreck no matter what it's you a put wreck. on it you put on a nice pair of slacks. You put slacks on before you fly. Now it's like you got, it's a Walmart special on a Sunday morning, no matter what time you're flying. It's Frank, brutal. I imagine you have a lot of nice pair of slacks. You know what? No longer. I don't. I don't grew them all. There's not many I can actually fit into. There's probably a lot still in the closet that I that I'm still ever thrown out. You probably donate to the whatever. Does anyone under the age of 30 know what a nice pair of slacks is? No. <laughs> like Jim, Jim will listen to this later on tonight, and he'll go, what, what are these three old guys talking about having slacks? <laughs> slacks. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> guys, the uh, National Hockey League season got rolled. Right? There's already some skullduggery going on with the uh, circumventing the salary cap. This, the the uh, Last year, the Vegas Golden Knights, they – they got it. They, they sat guys out throughout the season. Two, three years ago, Tampa Bay did it when Kuznetsov didn't have to play Nash Hockey League throughout the season. And miraculously, they came off the IR uh, once the playoffs began. Uh, Craig, we'll start with you because you're, you're more of a like the, the law and everything else, how you figure this all this stuff out. But is does the NHL have to figure something out with the salary cap situation? Because it seems that they, they, these teams sign these guys to these contracts and they, and they know they're over the cap and they can say, you know what, we're only going to play 17 guys this night, 15 guys this night, and 14 guys, whatever it might be. 14's a little bit low, obviously. But do you have a situation now where the 
PA or other NHL teams have to step in and say, like, listen, the cap's the cap for a reason. We need to figure this out because otherwise, why not just get a bunch of $30 million players and don't play them all year long? They're healthy going into the playoffs. Well, I I don't think the PA is someone who could step in on that just because at the end of the day, it's about players who are who are being paid full full freight because they're on the you know, they're injured, they can't play, but they're you got guaranteed contracts, so they're fine. The, the PA doesn't care. And so then the next thing is, if anything, the PA then says, well, wait a minute, you're going to start questioning the integrity of our players as to whether or not they're legitimately injured or not. And now somebody's got to prove that they're seriously injured to not be forced to play. You know, I can't see how that would work. Uh, you had the same thing actually years ago with the, with the Canucks when they first got... Sundin. Oh, he was retired and he just stayed retired and stayed retired and stayed retired until him joining the team wouldn't take them over the over the salary cap. But then he started playing for him. Now, he took so much time that he couldn't play anymore. But uh, it's odd that it worked so well the last couple of times because it's been going on for a long time. It's only catching our attention now because it actually worked. I mean, when, how, 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 when was Joffrey Lupel, wasn't it? That's the, it was Lupel, wasn't it? It was the, the guy who was healthy, scratched forever, and had a really bad back. Yeah, so the Leafs, even know the Leafs had a situation there, Dave. I remember it was years ago. The Leafs, they sent it to Lamarillo Island, and they, they were staying at the cap forever. And they, we talked about it a few times in the, in the, in the, in the past, but the, uh, maybe it's just time because it, it's, it's got to a point, Dave, I think, that the team with the best capologists has a better chance to win the team with the best coach. I we we have talked about that um, at length, and it seems a little bit fishy, and and I don't know what the, what the bar is like. Um, if it has to be um, a league and an agreed upon physician physician to say like no, they can't play. Excuse me. The problem I have with this capology that's going on right now sometimes like so what's they have to you have to put what 18 guys on an active on the game day roster is it 18 does that sound I think right you're or? 18 and two tenders i think is what you what you're supposed to have on the bench i, I Correct. You, 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 a max a max of you get uh three four lines of, of three so that's 12 and six 18 and then you get uh, two goals so 20 yeah 20 and so I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I can't remember the team either. It was Minnesota or Ottawa who was fielding, who was, they had two players less than their roster because they were, they're starting to game fucking two and you're already starting to manage salaries, right? They couldn't bring guys up from the, because they're so far up against a cap. They don't have a fucking penny to spend. So now instead of 20 guys, like I'm going to use the, the, I don't know if 20, instead of 20, now there's yeah, I just uh, thought, I'm probably certain it's 20. Yeah. And now there's, now there's 18 because they can't, they ha- they're already managing salary cap. And if we put X number, if we put $10 million of salary on the ice tonight, come November, we're going to have to, we can't afford that. And that's what they do. And I think like if somebody, if somebody's a healthy, like it's not based on your, who you've got in a particular night, 
No, it, it's exactly so that. Scratched, he scratched a healthy player. That doesn't remove him. They can put him on, but they can put him on an IR for a, for a, for a, for a, that he was injured at the at game time. He was healthy, not a healthy. They could say he's not a healthy scratch, but he was a scratch because of a torn hip flexor. Yeah. So so then, but that's so then that's the part, right? Is is you want to be in a position where players are are putting in put in danger because people are saying, well. You've got, you've got to play because we don't believe you're hurt. The guy's like, I'm hurt. It's no, no, no. It's, it's totally, it's totally different than that. They actually keep guys out of the lineup to manage that game day salary. But it's based and, on saying they're injured. No, it's not. It is not because they, the oh, so you can actually just not play someone and that doesn't go against your cap. Cor- correct. And then maybe we should uh, like uh, after a break or something like that, or someone can look it up. It's because I know the Flames had done it a couple of times and someone did it just the other day. They they don't put an entire roster out there to save $700,000 divided by 82, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and that's that's the only reason they're not doing an entire lineup. I think it's like because a game, a game played – it's because it's guaranteed money unless you're on the IR or the yeah, the player still gets played, but like it, it's like what players it, are on the ice at night, like so. Yeah, it's, it's money, money well spent is basically what it comes down to, right? It's money well spent on the ice that night. And so you can actually say we'll we'll sit this guy even though he's not injured because we don't want to pay his salary tonight. No, we don't we want his salary. We don't want his salary going against the cap. He gets paid no matter what, but the yeah. team, the, the, it, I didn't think you were it comes to out that. of the bank account no matter what. But it doesn't, they didn't, like, the bank, it. it doesn't go on. It, it comes out of the bank account, but it doesn't go on to the ledger. I got to find yeah. it because uh, um, right. I, I thought that, that wasn't the case. No, because yeah. that, cause that, no, cause that's how they do it. Because I remember the, it was a few years ago, San Jose had to sit guys out and last they, they went and Vegas did it based on a number of times that they sat guys out for the last uh, three or four games of regular season to make sure that they were under the cap for the year because your cap, you have this much money to spend for the season. So it, it comes out of the, the account, no matter what, but it doesn't, it doesn't get added to, added to the ledger, the ledger. Not only is the 1420 podcast entertaining, we're also very informative and educational. Well, look, I'm being educated. and look it up yourself because we don't know, like we're, we're, I don't I just assume because it seemed like such a such a silly loophole to put out there that also uh it has the problem that the NBA is fighting with right now too that oh you want to save money give somebody give your star that everybody is buying tickets to come see in Buffalo or or well you know, and, and, that, and, and that has been a, a dead team you got this, so you want to fight that, and boy, you can sure save a lot of a lot of salary setting out eleven million dollars for a game. And that has been a problem where people are like, "Well, we, we pay money, like the, the, the fan fan base are paying to, to see Sidney Crosby go to, to Calgary once a year, or Ovechkin to go. We'll talk about him in half a second too. Ovechkin going to Vancouver once a year, and all of a sudden, I mean, they're not going to sit those guys out, but they have. You've seen superstars sit out games like they don't play eighty-two games every year. And you, you, you see different guys uh, sit sitting out for certain certain situations, and just to, to make the cap work, like it, it's a thing. It, it's and they, we we've talked about a lot, like that. Maybe it's just time to 
if you're an owner, you want to swing dicks and, and have have a team. It's time to get rid of the cap. Like it really is. It it, it what? It, Greg, what's your thoughts on that? Get rid of the cap. It's 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 hard to say. I in so many ways, I remember when I was young the dynasties that were there, players playing for the team, same team forever, was fantastic. The connection that you had to a team is way more than you have now. At the same time, if you were living in a market that didn't get close, you were not going to get close for 25 years. And so, now I'm, I've got a big echo in my ears, so let's start speaking so slow. But, uh, but so on the other hand, so I, I'm not as attached to my own team in this new NHL with the salary cap, but it's night to night, the teams that I'm not cheering for are having more exciting games. Dave? You know, it's that important then just watching an exciting game between two teams that don't have a chance at the playoffs. It's just like, what what's the product that the NHL wants to put out here right now? Is it the product that it's the best on best all the time? Or is it just an entertaining game? Because I think that's what the NBA is, even though I don't find it entertaining. I, I think a lot of people do. In fact, I know a lot of people do. And then watching these guys do their thing. We're in hockey because you have to literally roll three, three and a half lines all game. And you can have an entertaining game. But that's – is that all the time? Or is it just kind of something that might happen once in a while? Dave, I'm glad you brought the NBA because Craig watched a lot of a lot of basketball. And the NBA is notorious for, for, for the off days and the, the recoup days. What do they, what do they call them? The – the uh, load management, load management, load the NBA, the NBA is the king of load management, and understandably because the the, the Raptors proved it out right with the with the claw there. Like, and that's the thing. Like, is 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 the regular season kind of somewhat of a waste when it comes down? It's like you, like you look at we'll talk about Washington in half a second, but is is has the regular season because if you, if we went down. Uh, a week ago on Tuesday when the NHL started, we can probably knock down 10, eight to 10 teams right off the bat who weren't making the playoffs. They weren't. So is the regular season kind of just a waste? So why, why even bother having a fucking uh, salary cap? Well, and there's, there's the thing. I mean, that that's where maybe, maybe some solutions come in. The idea of saying, okay, well, you can only do load management like that early in the season. Later, uh, you can sit a guy, but it doesn't go against the cap. Later, you know, if, if they're injured, legitimately injured, of course. Of course, then everybody's injured. I don't know. Or just have a cap. Like, have an actual cap. Not a floating one. It doesn't matter. Right? Like, have one of those situations where it doesn't even, like, ha- like, ha- like okay, this is your cap. These guys are on your roster. I need to see a doctor's note from your mom saying this guy's actually hurt. None of this bullshit other stuff. You're, you're sitting them out. The cap's the cap, and this is what you have. Because you bring a guy up to minors, he's not making he's not making eight million bucks. He's making twenty five grand. I don't know. Well, league minimum, and you know, I find it odd that why is it that uh, North American pro sports is the only um, occupation in the world where your uh, salary is capped. 
Like, if you're the best barrister in the world, like, uh, I want you to defend me in this murder case. This is how much it costs. Oh, no, no, there's a there's a cap on lawyer fees here in this province. Well, then get bent. Find someone else. This is how much I charge. charge. I'm the best no, plumber. I'm the best this. I'm the best that. In some cases, there are caps on <laughs> no, but you, but you understand. All together, I thought fourteen twenty <laughs> No, but as a professional, We're educational, it, it, not educational. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is how much it costs to hire me, and if you don't want to hire me, then don't. Oh well, yeah, here's the hourly fee. Hire me. Yeah, of course. And, you know, and and, and and professional sports. Why? Oh, to protect the small markets. Well, then, like, well, is this because the Rangers kept winning so many cups in a row that they finally said we got to stop this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like we, they, right. we, I think we, we before we even started this stupid show, we talked about you're you're in you're an Oilers uh, divorcee, and we know that. But the thing is about uh, the the Oilers and Glenn Sather, and they, when he moved on to the Rangers, is he said he actually said if I had the salary, um, with the the, the North, if I didn't have restrictions like I do in Edmonton, like the Rangers have, I'd win five or six more cups. I mean, he went zero, zero, zero. So having like it's yeah, it's one of these things that you just go, you know what, dude? Like maybe it's just time to get rid of the cap and just have guys who are, are fiscally responsible. And like it's, I want to get into that a little bit later on about Cinderella never wins, but like it's I don't I don't know what the cap actually does. Like I really I really don't. Um what I think the cap does and, and which I'm grateful for is that um, it gives not the big centers a chance to win. A chance. Doesn't mean they will, but with uh, some shrewd management, some great scouting, and 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 um, timely signings of free agents, you do have a chance to win. Kansas City Royals, right? Like, that's the, the, the latest one for, for Major League Baseball. Um What's it? Uh, Milwaukee who just won. Denver just won. Like those those teams won the the for the first time in their franchise histories, I believe. Not Kansas. There was a playoff. They never won. No, Denver, the Nuggets just won. Denver Nuggets are the NBA champions right now. Oh, I thought you were talking. I thought you were just talking hockey. I thought you meant the Colorado. Oh no, I, like I'm going around. Yeah, but, but in hockey, I have a friend that I work with. Hey, John, if you ever see this. But uh, every year, at the start of the year, at some point within and probably coming up in the next few days, we each put a buck down and say, I'm going to pick eight teams that won't make the playoffs this year. And year after year, I think there's been, I've got it a, I've got it a couple, maybe three times. He's got, he's got it maybe once. Or twice, and that's not even before the season starts. That's with some visibility into the season for a few weeks. That was never the case back when we were growing up. You knew, you knew the you could pick eight teams easy that weren't going to make the playoffs. You could pick them halfway through the previous season. So that's something that the teams that were every year just horrible. And, and no, that's part of it. It's a different kind of horrible now, is because you can have a GM. Anaheim, Arizona, and San Jose are not making playoffs. They're not. Yeah, but that's the ebb and flow. Like, Arizona and San Jose were good for 10 years. 
San Jose went to the Cowboys. You know, is is now it's a little less predictable. And some of those teams, you don't know. And you don't, you get less punished by having a less, you get less punished by having a overall culture wrong. And a GM can make one bad mistake now where he says, oh yeah, this guy looks like, Ooh, let's 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 go with what's his name the, the the goalie in New York there that right here let's suck. fifteen year you know hundred Rick Pietro right where you can actually have some of these things where now you're actually for years you're dealing with this crazy decision that somebody made to try and go over the playoffs it's it adds some interest to things and it's not limited to the market size it's it, there's that there's the good side that. You don't know who's actually going to make the playoffs. The problem is, of all the leagues in pro sports, I would say that hockey is the hardest for a Cinderella to actually win. You got to just got to win so many games. When's the last time Cinderella won in the National Hockey League? The uh, St. Louis Blues. Last place in January. Yeah, yeah. Although, holy crap, did they come in on a heater for the last third? But of the that's season. but that's the point, right? Um, yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good call. I credit I credit Laura Brannigan for that one. Like the hundred percent. Well, so does the team, right? That and Brett Hall, <laughs> yeah. drunk Brett Hall, coming drunk down Brett there with Hall. Some, with drunk Brett Hall. You know what was funny about that? <laughs> you look back over the years. Brett Hall takes Brett Hall takes credit for that Stanley Cup just, just as much as uh, as uh, Jaden Schwartz did or Small. Uh, right? Why, why wouldn't he? Just, right. Just just to circle back to my buddy who at the office we do our thing with. He actually came into my office on about January 10th of that year and said, "Mark my words, St. Louis wins the Cup this year." And he and like he was without a doubt from that day forward, he already knew it. Actually, they played that well for the rest of the season. They were just so bad at the start. Well, that's crazy because it was New Year's Day when they went on they went on a, a team uh, bender there, and uh, that's when they said that, that's when Gloria played it on New Year's New Year's Eve, New Year's in, Day in Philly or something like that too. It wasn't even yeah. They were they were they were awful, and then Gloria I was on, like they were watching bowl games I think at some bar in Philly. Yeah, and that's when it all turned around for them. It's, it's funny. That's a funny. It's like one of the funny stories. Like in like Dave, we talked about before when a guy got a guy going to the slump buster. The entire Blues team went to the slump buster with Laura Brannigan. It's it's, it's funny. <laughs> And you, you never know where inspiration is going to uh, find you or you can find inspiration. But once you do, and like as a team and in team sports, and we've we've all been there, right? Like we remember team sport times and like we're like a bonding moment. And, and when you bond and play for each other, which unfortunately I think the Phillies uh, from Philadelphia are, are kind of finding right now. Um they're hotter. Than they lost today, but that, that team's something else. They're so hot, and I don't know if Arizona has the gumption, especially having to go back and win games. We'll in talk about that in the next second segment. Uh, salary cap or no salary cap? If you were the commissioner of the uh, whatever sport, would you say, you know what? No, we're not doing it. I would have it. I would have. If, you, if you had the, the veto, no. the veto power, I would do it kind of like uh, Major League Baseball does. I would say, like, here's the cap, and then if you want to go over it, go over it. But, like, if you want to go over it by $10 million, then you owe the the, the lessers $5 bucks. And look, look what the teams who spent uh, 
300 million. They're all sitting at home watching like we like we are tonight. Exactly. Right. Like, well, like do it that way. Like let someone uh, be stupid because these at the end of the day, the I, I believe these uh, salary cap is just protect owners from the owners because those two, those fucking big dicks. That's all it just, is. 100%. They can't they can't stop spending. I want the best. I want the best. I want the best. What do you mean I can't pay for that? And that's it. Let them do it. Let them spend their money. I think the players. Welcome to Wrexham. There you go. Hey, guess what? We're relevant. And now things cost more. But that's what you wanted. If you want to be a big dick swinger, open up the checkbook. Great. If you if you if you were commissioner of those leagues, would you get rid of the salary cap or keep it? I hate it, but I think that if I was commissioner, I work for the owners. So yeah, absolutely, there'd be a salary cap. I'd probably go with what they said. There is, you know, it's allow allow some flexibility that you could buy, you could buy some some something from the other teams. You could go in, you could buy, you could buy, you could buy a bigger team, but it's punishing you, and it benefits the other markets. Yeah, that makes sense. The you know, thing is, exactly that, that commission works for all for all the owners, not just not just three or four, right? And and that's what's really screwed up for me is that he works for all of the owners, but and, only and only three or four are really are really wanting to go out and spend and buy championships. Like in the NFL, if you told if you well, there are those guys are all billionaires, not not multi millionaires, but like if you there's only three or four owners in every one of those leagues that are all in the rest are just making money well and that's what i think like right. exactly what you what you just said brent like it's um it's exactly that but th- there's more um owners on a budget than big dick swingers out there they're they're all big dick swingers in 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 life but as far as uh, not in, the, sports, in that 30 man yeah. room now that you're here the owners meetings now that you're in the club that you've always dreamt of being in, and now you're, you're in still college, like, okay, little fella. It's like, Jesus Christ, no, I can't afford to pay that much for salary. Let's keep it because I want to make a buck on this too. I just had to leverage everything I've ever owned to buy this team. And now you're asking me to uh, compete with with New York and Boston and Texas, like, or sorry, and, and Houston and LA. Like, I can't. I simply can't. I just want it in the door. You, you sit there and you look at the economics of NFL football and you go, you got how many players and how many games? How does, how does, how does it work? You got, we remember we, me and, me and Brent sister there walking, walking up to, you know, passing by was, what was it called back then? Or whatever it is called now, the field in, in Seattle. And look at there, Elaine goes. That's what that's quest. Eight, eight quest quest. Eight. That's what that's what eight home eight home games buys you. Eight home games. And you go. That's unbelievable. That much money. That much. Eight home games. That's just crazy. So then, and then you also look at it and you say, when's the last time that a team has had even a snip at the Super Bowl? Without a legitimate top four quarterback, like, Joe Flacco. You guys tell me you watch way more than me, but I Joe Flacco, Baltimore Ravens, 
And he actually did win the MVP, and I, I know that because they beat my Broncos on the way in. But that's a one like that's well, a one right? Well, you know, and and uh, like and Ben Roethlisberger is uh, is a always back for Pittsburgh. Yeah, like he he's not elite, and he won too. That was more of a shot at a couple of our uh, yeah, a couple of friends of the show. Yeah, it's one of those, yeah it's, it, it is great. No, it, it's it is just crazy how much the, the money that gets spent and doesn't get spent. In, in the okay, well, uh, I I have a team and I have a, an owner's box and fucking Taylor Swift's going to show up or whatever the fuck, right? And it, it's 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 amazing. And then when push comes to shove, you can't afford to have that team on the field. Because it's it's odd. It, the whole thing is odd when it comes to ownership throughout throughout every different sport, and it's it's not fair. And it, but life's not fair. Wear a helmet, right? It's one of those things. You just you just wonder you you wonder why uh, pro sports. It's, it comes down to money, no matter what. But like when like you said, Dave, the, the, the big dick swingers. When it comes to push, push comes to shove, they aren't really big big dick swingers when it comes to uh, even billionaires, which is it's kind of funny to see, right? Because Jerry yeah. Jones has the most money in the NFL. Like if he wanted to, to, to I, I shouldn't, I don't know that for sure. But if like the money that he, the 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 revenue he, he generates with the Cowboys, I don't think there's many teams that, that come to that. And, and look what the Cowboys have done. They're the most irrelevant team in football in the last thirty years. You're completely right. The other, you know, probably the the, the one big dick swinger uh, is Croc. Is that his name? The guy that owns uh, the L.A. Rams. He owns the L.A. Rams. He owns the Chicago Avalanche. He owns um, another team in Chicago. Uh, sorry, Colorado. And he owns, he built SoFi Stadium with his own money. And... That's a big dick swinger. Like he has, he has fucking ring. Oh, and he owns the Nuggets. He has three championship rings in the last four years as the owner. I don't that's know some, if he, that's some dick swinging. That's some dick swinging. Who, like, who, who are you bragging to? Like, while well, Jerry Jones, right? That's that's the whole point. That's why everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But who are you like? Like, like I know, like when we go, like this. Obviously, years ago, we don't go to many parties anymore. But like, yeah, you brag about something. But who's he inviting these parties that he's fucking one upping? Like, who's who's one upping this guy? It's a, it's it's a pretty small club right now, right? <laughs> like maybe maybe Bobby Kraft can say, well, like I got six in in fifteen years. Yeah, but I got I got three in three different sports in four years. Yeah, so, you specialize in one thing, fucking. Yeah, and I own this stadium in Penn LA. Price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you yeah. don't tell me SoFi's <laughs> making money? That's, right. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's funny. Anyways, 14, 20, so it's part podcast. Four of your sports talking a whole lot more. This thing is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. and save 20 bucks on your first purchase. Big dick swinging and all. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 
1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420Scape at Manscaped.com today and save yourself 20% and you get yourself some free shipping on the best in men's uh, grooming products out there on the market today. Uh, I, you like Dave, and yeah, you're you're one of you. you I still never shaved my pubes. Uh, no, I, I'm not talking about your pubes by any means, but uh, we're talking about the, the nose trimmer. The, the, the what I can't remember what they, they actually love it. Thing. Love now, the nose trimmer. Uh, you, you get a little bit older, the, the hair uh, grows a little bit quicker out of the nose than it does on the top of the head. I mean, you like the two of you guys got full heads of hair. I'm wearing a hat for a reason. Uh, before we started recording, <laughs> like you told me that my uh. The, the head was glowing a little bit, but that that nose from the manscapes got that's a lifesaver, man. An absolute lifesaver. I love it. I, I won't call it a lifesaver, but you know, I used to just do other I, things. But I do like I, I watch them, I see it like I watch on YouTube sometimes where button recording. I'm always pulling nose hairs out of my nose, and let's just use that manscape trimmer a lot more. <laughs> it's a good product, and I'm so happy for them. I don't use uh, the pube trimmer as a pube trimmer. I use it to trim my side br- my uh, sideburns and everything. You don't have to change your pubes. Like, fuck, just just because people tell you to, don't. Do what you want. Use that and keep it off your pubes and use it on your face. There we go. The uh, the Washington Capitals are one of those teams that were pretty much a uh, – they're they're Ovechkin central. There's no getting around that. He's he's chasing Gretzky's 894 record for most goals in a career. He's a uh, probably a season season and a half away from getting there. Uh, season and a half, I would say. But they're one of those teams. We talked about last thing. You probably put put it on the on the calendar right now. They aren't making the playoffs. They aren't really a a great team. They won that Stanley Cup. Jesus, I think it's been six seven years now since they they won that one. When Obi's been uh, he was drunk ever since, had a, he aged uh, probably 43 years in that uh, playoff celebration that he had there. But the thing is with uh, Ovechkin, uh, he's kind of just on one of those contracts. He's really good friends with with the owner. He's there, he's, and they're going to sell merchandise like crazy. Every time he scores a goal, it'll sell another T-shirt that says, I was there for 847 or whatever it was. Um, the, Craig, I'll start with you. Should looks like I know Dave's very opinionated about this. And I'm gonna start with you, Craig. Do owners owe players anything more than a paycheck? Like, it should 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 Ovechkin be sticking around for the greater goodness of Ovechkin or the greater goodness of the hockey team? Well, that's two different questions, there, isn't it? Right? <laughs> like, that really is. Um. As far as owners, and the answer is the same for both. You hope that it means something to them. As a fan, you hope that it means something to them, that the owners will go, wow, you've been something great, and I owe you more than a paycheck because you've really been something for this organization. And as a fan talking to the player, you hope that the player goes, you were more than just my paycheck. I, I appreciate you, and I feel a connection to this organization that gave me this. That's why we are all fans of sports. You think there's something that goes beyond the dollars and cents. So that's what I think. There you go, Dave. You're you're on it. <laughs> well, like, it's it's a symbiotic relationship, right? Like, the Ovechkin made the Capitals relevant. Ovechkin got the Capitals a cup. Ovechkin is now 
chasing Gretzky's total goals record. I believe he's 72, 75 goals behind uh, Gretzky. Gretzky, uh, sorry, Ovechkin in only it's it's only been three games, but in two of these these three games, Ovechkin was held to zero shots on goal. How are you going to break a record when you're not getting shots on goal? And then when is the club owe Ovechkin a favor? And when is like at what point? Like what's What's good for who here now? Like, are, we're, 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 we're holding our rebuild. We can't do it. We want you to get the goal, the, the, that record. We want you to, to retire a cap, but we can't let you play for fucking ever. You're 38. You've clearly not 32 goals a season for three years now. Or, sorry, I said 72. He ain't scoring 35 this year. He ain't scoring, scoring, and if he's not scoring 35 this year, he's not scoring 35 this year. So the club itself has to look at itself hard and have a tough conversation with Ovechkin and said, hey, man, do you think this is real? I think what happened is last year, towards the end of last season, teams took a look and said, we shouldn't leave him open at that face-off circle there for the one They should have figured that out 18 years ago at Top <laughs> Dog on the left side. Yeah. Right. We don't work with like him and Brad Hall, right? Like, but now maybe he's not as slippery, he's not as fast, whatever. He's 38. He's not, and you know what? He's not gonna be faster next year than he is this year. And he's never been held to back-to-back games with not a shot on goal. Um in his career and he's just done it in three games this season. So but, that's all I'm saying. Like, so what, like, where's the club obligation to him or like who, who owes anyone anything here? But you look, you look on the other side of things. Ovechkin was a top guy for a long time before they won a cup and they did. They never got it done. Never got it done. And it wasn't his fault. And the, maybe the ownership group or whoever and they didn't get the free agents that were out there that they didn't draft properly. Cause once again, when, when you're, we talk a lot in Vancouver Canucks as we're out here at our West Coast affiliate right now. You, you, you think that when you're just, when you're licking the jar a little bit and you come close year after year and you don't get that mid-range draft pick or, or you just, or you, you do get that mid-range draft pick, that's detrimental to your franchise. If you're just good, that's what you're, you're going to be as good. So Ovechkin gave a lot of years of his career to that franchise as well. On the, on the, you look in the other way. Right. So it, it, it's a pretty like, like you look at the Vancouver Canucks, how they've been mediocre forever. And what, what's mediocre get you? Mediocre. Right. It's so you, you, you either have to bottom out or you have to go for it. And then the, the Washington Capitals, they were, I don't want to say mediocre because they ran into those Pittsburgh Penguin teams who were really, really good for years. Right. So Ovechkin, there's some give and take there where Ovechkin got himself a, like, okay, dude. I gave some of the best years of my, my my career of my life to you. Yeah, you paid me handsomely. Yeah, we have a good relationship here. But also, I only have one championship in my career. I was going to the Hall of Fame no matter what, but you want championships. You, you, when you're at that caliber, right? So there's there's some give and take there, Craig. Well, and I'm wondering, like, Dave, when you're talking about who, who owes who, like, what what is 
what is the harm that they're suffering? And I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just asking, what, what do you think the harm is that's going on to Ovechkin or the organization or, or which? Like, what, what do you say, I guess? Well, he's making $8 million a year to score 20, goal, 20 goals a year right now. And I think no, I, no, I, totally, but last year, how many did he score? 38, I think he got ended with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of goals. <laughs> it, 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 it is, but like the, but the, but the draw, but I think the draw right, here on. now. Judging by this season so far. Right. I, I, I think the, the, I'm joking. He, he'll be, I think he'll be a 30 guy this year. You know what? There's not many 30 guys. You know what? You've got a young 30 guy player. He's going to get seven million probably for whatever team he's playing with because there's not many going to do. That. So you know what? Like I, I get though that if you say he's his, if we if we accept the idea that his his production is dropping significantly, which probably could probably is the case. There's other things there that are part of it. The the asses in the seat of the stadium. Or the you know the arena, the fans loving him as a as a leader in the locker room, locker room, and as and also he's a guy that's always played just hard and loved and played every minute like he loved playing. That's worth a lot more than those goals too. I don't I think just, that there's I, a situation yet where he is a. A loss. He's they're at least breaking even on him, even with him paying him that much and what he's doing now. And I don't think he's preventing them from getting better at this point. I think he's maybe helping them still. I disagree. I, I, I the worst thing he actually the worst thing he could do this year is score too many goals. If you think about it, if he scores too many goals, that team sneaks into the playoffs and what's what's their draft position for next year? They're not going to sneak sneak into the playoffs. They're bad. They're they're, but, they're but, not. But if they sneak into the playoffs, or or if they if they they, they end up ninth or tenth, or whatever it might be, him scoring too many goals actually hurts their 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 draft yeah. position for next year. But same thing if their goalie. But they're not winning anything. If their goalie scores too many goals, if if they if anybody else does too, it's the same story. Like they're not winning a Stanley Cup. They're they're not. Like they're they're just not. They're not making the playoffs. They're they're a bottom third team. Like I'll put that like when we make our list, who's not making the playoffs here on October 18, twenty three? The Washington Capitals are not making the playoffs. Right? Well, I don't think it's Vesco's fault. Well, it's not. Well, he's the highest paid player with the highest pedigree that they're marketing the game around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you know, so he's not helping. But when, but when you're when you're the name and face of the franchise, and we're gonna we, we want you to break Wayne Gretzky's goal record as a member of this team, like how, how many? Let's all see that. That that becomes a problem when you've got that separate thing that's outside of winning, that's outside of everything else. Exactly right? that, and that's, that's kind of my yeah, point, right? Well, that's something different. Yeah, I, I I see that as being a distraction. That's. But, 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 but it, it, it's a good distraction. It corners you, but it corners your offense. When a team's playing against you, they know you're looking for them. Not like they didn't know they were looking for Ovechkin before, but still. But now know. he's 38. He's not 28. He's a lot. He, he was a lot. But on the other hand, though, it's, it's a good distraction for for, for the franchise yeah. to have because they're, they're they're if they're bad, they're like, well, we still got this. 
we're, we're still going to fill the building. Because who would go in? Like, I don't know. Like, why would I? But who would go to a Washington Capitals game when the team's going to finish 15 games under 500? So there's, they're, they're still selling tickets because he might get goal number 794 tonight. Well, there's Big a difference what, right? between trying to set, set up Vince Carter for his, you know, his career numbers when he's at the end of his career than there was everybody knowing you're going to set up LeBron James when he's got his career, when he's in his prime. And so he's you know, looking for that, yeah. I've always been a bit of a, an Ovechkin hater. Um, and I and I totally admit that, but this just I think I to me, it, uh, he's just he's a one trick pony. He's Brett Hall on steroids. That's what he is. He's a one trick po- pony. I don't think he's a plus player over his entire career. Like fifty percent of fifty percent of his goals. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, sorry, just when you're saying just when I when he came on the scene. I was coaching the little guys. And so you could almost break your team down when they showed up for tryouts and stuff. These are, you know, for practices. There'd be all these little guys and half of them would have their Crosby jerseys and half would be Ovechkin jerseys. And the Ovechkins were usually the kids that wanted to be a little bit bad at it. Right? And Crosby were the kids that wanted to be good team players and want to be all that. And I think as a coach, you kind of had a certain gravitation towards the Crosby as well. Like I didn't, I, I didn't love him. Now, granted, I also remember him in the World Juniors, laughing like a Brazilian soccer player. That's a long time ago now. When but, the, the double but, D on was that, two, that was 2004, wasn't it? But uh, yeah, he never never left me. But still, I gotta say, over time watching how much he loves scoring. Loves winning. I'm not, the, I'm not the biggest Ovechkin fan, but he's kind of won me over, honestly. And I and I, I would say that I was like on the hater side myself. He doesn't hurt that team at all right now. I disagree. Uh, he's not helping. Like if you're not hurting, you're helping. And then like you know, um, I imagine his salary is between eight and ten mil. If his salary is between eight and ten million dollars, he is hurting that team. Buildings are full. Birds are being sold. They're not winning. They 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 wouldn't win without them. Who's buying an Ovechkin jersey now? You've had 30 fucking years to buy one, right? More people. Kids. Kids are going to say, I was at this game. But again, is an exact example of salary cap. If you don't have a salary cap, let that guy play forever. Let the fans love him forever. So that's the problem with the salary cap is as this guy becomes less productive, but maybe more loved by the fans and more a part of the lore and and more important to the organization, that's when you got to kick them out. That's me. We talked this before, Dave. I I can't remember if I came up with this myself or if we came up with it or I heard it somewhere else, but I've always thought that every year, and we talked to with, with Kane and Tate with, with the Blackhawks. Every year that you draft and develop a guy, that person should not go against your cap because it's not a free agent. It's not a trade. It's not. If you draft and develop a guy and he's on your franchise for forever and ever, that should not go against your cap because that, that that's your guy. And that should not hurt your team. 
and Ovechko, or maybe maybe our percentage. Obviously, if you draft a whole team, because Chicago would have had Seabrook and Taves and Kane and blah, blah, well, even hurting their and Edmonton and everything else, right? So if you draft develop guys, maybe a percentage of that shouldn't go against your cap. Like every year, maybe okay, if I if I if like I sign 30, it for ten, it only costs five. Yeah, thirty percent relief or something. Whatever like it is. If he's, if he's our guy, yeah. so it's the free agent frenzy for every, for a team every year. So maybe maybe that's one way the cap can be changed a little bit. See, we're fixing things here in uh, the uh, the West Coast headquarters but, but, here. But again, yeah. that same, there's the other side of it. Is you're a hockey player. I'm not an indentured slave, and that's what you see with the NFL. You see that. I, yeah, I, I personally find the NFL. There's times where I look at it and I go, "Oh, this is some of the best part of the states of the U.S." But this is some of the there's stuff here where you go, "Oh, these guys don't get paid if you get hurt. No guaranteed salary. No guaranteed. Quarterbacks are getting those now, but yeah. It's, and, and then yeah, yeah. In general, they're not getting it. Well, here's the thing that blows me. I don't even understand the designated player thing. I have no idea what that even means. But it sounds kind of weird. And what blows me away, so NFL has the shortest playing career of any professional sport, right? It's like 2.2 years. But they have more quarterbacks playing in a 35 to 40-year-old range, right? And, like, you know, so Tom Brady at the age of 42 as a free agent winning the, the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Alex Ovechkin ain't doing fuck all for any fucking team at the age of 42. Nothing. He's not going to be the difference maker. But Obviously, comparing, see, that's a one off, dude. That's a weak fucking take because, like, you That's not true because, no, because that's a weak take that Tom Brady's a one off. Like, one guy in the history of sports did what Tom Brady did at that age. No, no other guy has ever done that. Baseball, well, hockey, football, Brady's the only one. Basketball, like, how old was Kareem? Kareem's one of the greatest players ever. He wasn't fucking 42 years old. I don't know that, but. I think that's my point. No, right? But even then, like, do you have to so be you have one guy to compare to compare anybody to Brady? That's that's an that's easy cop-out take. Well, you think Tom Brady, yeah, well, he, he did. The, well, of course. He's, he's Tom Brady. He's the best ever. He's the absolute. The New York like Jets. Jordan didn't do it. He was forty-two. The New The New York Jets. Jordan's a better athlete than fucking Brady was. Let me talk. Fuck, <laughs> guy, you cut That's me off three pleasure. times in a row. <laughs> the New York Jets sold the farm for Aaron Rodgers, and he got a, a thing. And he's thirty-nine. So there, there's the second example. But you wouldn't let me say that. You know, Peyton Manning at the age of thirty-four. Which I realize is not 42, but 34 is, that's old. Players at the age of 34 definitely aren't difference makers in their sports. Maybe baseball. Baseball, yes. But it's usually, but it's usually pitchers. Um, Albert Pujols. Even then, I'd say, I'd say with, uh, with Aiden Manning and Tom Brady, they were not the difference makers. They were confident players. Uh, they got slated on really strong teams and managed to steer the ship in and also get buy-in and everything else. But they were not 
the, the difference makers, or at least, you know, they weren't carrying the team the way they had in their younger years. But the same thing, Ray Bork wasn't a difference maker when he was in uh, Colorado. That was a gift. That was a gift that that Bork got there. I mean, God help us, poor poor, uh, Aginla, two years in a row, was he was neither the problem nor the solution when he went back-to-back seasons. Went to Boston or Pittsburgh, then then to Boston. And then ended up in Colorado, I think, didn't he? Yeah, he did a Colorado trip. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, hey, that, that's a good one. Who's better, Joe Thornton or Jerome Aginla? What overall lifetime? Yeah, who just who's better? That's a Joe funny thought. thought. That's a tough question. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, okay, this I'm going to get killed uh, for this one. Wow, wow. you're so different, eh? No, cu- no rings, no rings. Lots of points. Chase, again, it was a night in, night out difference maker on the ice. Whereas, whereas Joe Thornton, he uh, he he racked up a lot of points on a team that did, that wasn't relevant. I shouldn't say it wasn't relevant. They they, they weren't winning much. Like the, the, the San Jose had two or three years where they were they were there. But Joey Joey T, he had a, a long career in San Jose where he knew no one was watching, right? And so he had a lot less pressure than Aginla did, uh, but. I'd rather have a Jerome Ginlaw on my team than a uh, than a Joe Thornton. I'm gonna say again, that was better. Ooh. It's tough though. That's that's a tough question. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, both great, obviously. Like, was All of favor. Kind of like ah, Ginlaw. I'm like, God, you know, that's, that Thornton. And even I love the way that he stepped up when they, you know, the the the, the media jumped in on on that kid doing hurdle. He just doesn't give a shit and he's he's in with the team. Everybody loves him. I I'll tell you what though, there's no way at any time in any circumstances that you could imagine management taking the C away from a Gimlock and they did from Thornton. And you're wondering what that's about. But that was weird. That's a that's a that's yeah. a tough thing though, I gotta say. I I I would have, I would have, my snap reaction was, well, again, of course, but then, holy crap, Thornton was good. good. He was so good and set up anybody everywhere. And honestly, his last day of the league, he was almost as good as his first league. Same speed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just one of those things, right? Like, yeah, two best players to never win a cup in our generation, right? Yeah. Like, who's better than them that hasn't won a cup? Nobody. Especially again, look, yeah. The the Sedins. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're they're, 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 they're the B level. Right? The, the West Coast affiliate has to throw in the uh, Canuck reference there. Yeah, it's, no, it's uh, it's yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I like Ovechkin. I don't think he's hurting that team because they're they're they aren't going anywhere. Um, is he helping the team? Like I said earlier on, I, I think he hurts the team if he scores too many goals. Like, and, Does he put asses be, in the seats, or he or he's the only? And, and, and they'll be they'll be just they'll be relevant, right? And then also he finished ninth instead of instead of fifteenth. I would but guess that Dave, you think Thornton, just because of the same reason you said Ovechkin is a one trick pony, Iginla kind of fits in the same mold as Ovechkin. Absolutely not. I would take Ovech. Uh, I would take Iggy because he leads from the front. 
he'll fight. He'll put someone in the boards. He'll he'll drop the gloves. I, doesn't. Oh, I, no, 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 sorry. Thor- no, 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 fuck. Ovechkin doesn't fight. He's no, he's yeah. he just happens to be the biggest guy on the on the on the ice that has a special talent and skills. I don't think he's an excellent leader. I think he likes leading from the front. I think he's a look at me guy. I don't like. I've never liked Ovechkin. And when he won, when Washington won the cup, and we had to see Ovechkin in the pond with the cup. We Ovechkin in the pool with the cup. Ovechkin at the strippers with the cup. Ovechkin with his mom with the cup. Fuck off. Fuck off. You're not the first worst person to win this fucking thing. Just put it away, you fucking Russian. Act like with a little bit of class, we don't have to see you every fucking night with this fucking cup. Why is Ovechkin with my mom at the cup? <laughs> I, 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 I really don't. I've never liked him. And really? my... Di- my distaste for him is is getting a little strong. I've digged his highlights. I have, but now like all this, like uh, he's he's so hard on the ice. He's a big physical player. Not anymore. He don't want to get hit. He just wants to get out there and score his seventy two goals. And he, he's positive that uh, that the Capitals are going to keep him on payroll until he scores that seventy. Dave, goal. I find it funny. The last couple of shows we've done last Monday, uh, you, you, you had an opinion on a player, and then tonight you have an opinion on a player, and you, you call yourself a football guy. Um, you're more passionate about your dislike for for hockey players because on Monday it was Taylor Hall, and tonight it's, it's Alex, Alex Ovechkin. Then you show for any football player or any football team. Uh, are you a hockey guy, Dave? Is it is it coming out a little bit? Well, I've always been a hockey guy. Like I've been born and raised in 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 in, in uh, the prairie towns of Alberta. It's hard not to be a hockey guy. I, I just I get worked up every now and then, and like and anyone that wants, everyone, like the people that want to fucking pump Ovechkin's tires, I want them to just fucking pump the brakes and just look at what kind of a guy this he really is. Like he's a one trick fucking pony. That's a good trick though. It's a great <laughs> really good trick. trick. Got Brett Hall in the Hall of Fame. And I'm not suggesting for a millisecond Ovechkin does not be- belong in the Hall of Fame. I'm not suggesting he's not one of the best. He's a great goal scorer. Probably uh, one of the best goal. No, no, he, he, like, I, 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 no, because the, I know because the time frame. <laughs> No, because the time frame that, that Ovechkin I'm played in. I'm just joking. I'm just joking just because the, the yeah. number, right? The, the time frame that Ovechkin played in, like that was when goalies in a neutral zone trap and a left wing lock and blah, blah, blah. When Gretzky was scoring goals, I was in that for fuck's sake. You know, like those goals weren't very good. And like Ovechkin had to play against guys like Marty Brodeur. Yeah. Right? And Curtis Joseph and on and on and on it goes. Fucking. Who was playing? Ken Reggett was well, stopping puck for the fucking Grant Toronto Maple Leafs. He had to score on Mike Leute. Exactly. 100%. Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Corbett Sports talking a whole lot more. This thing is brought to you at manscaped.com. Uh, use promo code 1420 Scape at manscaped.com today and save the 20% get free shipping at Manscaped. Uh, Dave, we'll, uh, we'll come back for one on one of your, uh, your would you rather so call it a night. I 
1420 Sports Bar Podcast is happy to have teamed up with Ruckin' Sports just in time for the holiday season. With golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and soccer training accessories, Ruckin' Sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need. Each product is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice settings. Use promo code 1420RUCK at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Ruckin' Sports. Rocket Sports was founded by athletes for athletes, and all their products are engineered to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and a lifetime warranty. Go to rocket.com and look for holiday gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's one four two zero R U K K for ten percent off at checkout. When you purchase from Rocket, you come to win. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Former Sports Talk and a whole lot more. And Dave, uh, now that we got the uh, 1420 uh, head of the legal uh, department here, we talked uh, a while ago when you came up with the uh, who, the uh, would you rather that we should have patented that a long time ago when you first uh, came up with this over two years ago. It's one of my favorite uh, times of week. Uh, every Thursday, we uh, Dave, uh, the who is better. First off, Dave, we were talking off air about the legal system and everything else. Uh, you got to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth will help you, God. Was that a Dave original? Uh, would you rather? I believe it is. I think I started it uh, in the uh, Yankees Tavern when we were sharing a microphone. It didn't become a regular until we uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, after that, that we said that, that was kind of fun. We should start thinking about that as a little bit more of on the on the reg. And, and we did. I do know this. I did not draw that inspiration from any other source. So which would make it an original idea, even if someone else did think of it and did it before me, unless they can prove I stole it from them. It is my original idea. Craig, what would it take for Dave to How do you think the, of that? Uh, would you rather uh, segment for the 1420 podcast as a, as a, uh, a lawyer in the uh, the head of the legal system here? <laughs> well, I, you know what? I, I, I would love to not even try that because there's, it's, it's no, that's not a patentable thing. That's just not a thing. And even then, proving that you didn't discover it from somebody else that they've already done it doesn't matter. If it, from a patentable perspective, from a copyright perspective, maybe. But even then, if somebody's already kind of had the exact same. But anyway, no, there's no that. That's not a thing. We are not going to patent this. Well, we don't have much of a budget here at fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, so we're not going to And not what we wanted to hear, Craig. Come no, on. I, what I meant was, yes, we can do it. That's there the you thing. go. Yeah. Did <laughs> <laughs> I way. say the other things? Those other things were just a joke. As long so as all our legal fees are pro bono, I'm in for I it. I mean, we could. <laughs> it's going to cost us a trillion dollars. But Wait, yeah. did somebody say pro bono? <laughs> the, the ROI on this one won't be very good, I don't think, for the <laughs> Trying to figure this one out, Dave. Let's uh, let's get into the uh, would you rather? We'll call her enough. Okay, so I ha- I have three. I've, I'm I'm actually doing better at, at, at lining these things up. Um, would you like a a food, a lifestyle, or like just a big general? 
We got all do all three. Fuck it. Okay. Well, I'll I'll do it first because I know that you and uh, that was the, the, you would be rather right there. That's funny. You and the yeah, producer. Did you say where we gotta go? <laughs> you and the producer dragged your asses out to beautiful British Columbia for a concert. Would you rather have tickets? Once a month, all expenses paid, paid to a, an average seat of a fishbowl. You reach your hand in the in the bucket, you pull it out, and there's your thing. It's a big name. It's it's not. I'm not talking a bar. Or would you rather pick your ticket and show for once a year? Once a month, I'm going to a show that are above average. It, 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 it it could be Bruce Springs, Bruce Springsteen. It could be Tech Nine. It could be Lizzo. It could be <laughs> it could be um, uh, whatever. Or I, I, get, I, I get one a year. That, 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 or you get or one. you get one a year. So I get so I could get Springsteen. For once, if that, if, yeah, once, but then you have, can't, I, and I have to go to these shows. You have to. You you miss one oh, and it's done. Like if because there, there's going to be some dogs in in that one for me. I'm not. And and, and, and and think of it as a job job jar, right? Like you might find one you like, like uh, I don't know, Brooks and Dunn or Kicks and Dicks, whatever those fucking country people what are. Job jar? Do you have where you might like one? Uh well. You never really know. Like uh, it might be um, one of those. It might be black crows. It might Although be. Although I just bet the idea of a job jar is there a job you like? Well, you know the house job jar. You don't have a house job jar. No, we, we don't. <laughs> wow. Well, no one does like doing if things. I, if it was up to me, I would take the one a year. Maybe uh, twenty years ago, like twenty, like twenty-eight year old Brent might be different. Well, I would like I'll go to a show, whatever, a good time, whatever, have fun, la ha. But now that I'm 48, I'm actually I'm I'm wrong. I'm actually 49. Um, I would actually I take the one a year because I don't want to go to things I don't want to go to anymore. I don't like I'm like no, I'm not going. Like I, I'm 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 not going to Lizzo. I, I don't know who fucking Lizzo is, but I'm not. I'm not. Like I'm, I'm gonna I I do the one a year that I can pick for sure. I'm 100% the same. Now, I also live on Vancouver Island, so there's a ferry to hotel and everything else involved in everything else. And you know what? One a year that I really love, that we really want, get, and I'm assuming it's me and the family, and then anything else, okay, I'll pay for that. Right? So good enough, because it's hard enough, it's it's impossible to get tickets for the good ones. Well, if you go to SeatGeek.com, you can see Geek Well, I'm not going to. Well, I was saying, other than those options. <laughs> well, you never know. You know what? And then, you know what? At this point in my life, I, I'm going to take the one a month because I haven't listened to new music in forever. I get in the, in the car with my wife and my son. I don't know one single song that's being played anymore. I don't know anything. And they're, they're not. Not every song is bad. How does that sound? You know, so I might, I might bump it. Uh, like you know, in a, in a year's time, I might get an Adele or something like that. That that might be it. 
if I pulled the Adele thing out of the uh, the the, uh, the fishbowl, I'm like, I fucking hang me. I'm done. Oh I'm, no, I would go listen to that Adele, bird sing any day. I would not. No, weird is not a chance. Weird stuff. Where like my daughter, she's like, oh yeah, I really like early Kanye. I'm like. I'm not going. I don't, even know, I don't even know what that even means, but it's weird that you do and what? But she and she likes Drake and things like that. I'm not going to Drake either. And nope. I don't know what any of that means, honestly. She plays it <laughs> and she does the singing it. Your kids are older than mine, Craig, and I and I totally hear you. Like, you're like, how the fuck do you know the worst of this song? Well, it's because you're oh. 13, and I'm my, I'm, my I'm, daughter's I'm, apparently very, very inner city urban, right? <laughs> Meat streets of Parksville. Yeah. <laughs> and all I know about Kanye, I wouldn't know a song if I heard it right now, but I just know I think he, he's an. I know he was with that Kardashian. That's that. That's it. I wouldn't know a Kanye song. Hey, what do you got? What else you got? Okay. If you could have one, would you rather have in your home a deep fryer or a pizza oven? (laughs) My wife would choose a deep fryer, a pizza oven, but I want a deep fryer for sure. Would you rather have a deep fryer or a pizza oven? Oh, just deep fryer. See, we make my voice so all, with, because deep fryer because she'd love a pizza oven. Well, like, yeah, with, with, with operated or maintained. <laughs> with all well, the residual smells, right? Rather than have a fire going and all that, right? Wait, are There's... like like a pizza oven, like you like a stone oven, you gotta have a fire. Yeah, yeah that we. Oh, uh, I like myself like deep fried because it's easy, right? And then like, when we say pizza oven, it doesn't have to be wood fired; it be, can be gas, like a natural gas barbecue. Yeah, right. Like, no, that heats be, the rocks. Be deep but, fryer. Do you know how many things I've fryer. wanted to just try deep frying in my life, and I've never done that? I've never had a deep fryer. They're deep fried Oreos or deep fried this, deep yeah, fried that, try, deep fried everything. Deep frying stuff. I've never had the courage to do it. The worst thing I've ever, I've ever said in my life, ever, was a deep fried pickle. I fucking hate those. To, to, like with all every part of my soul, people, it, they're awful. I hate your them. sister loves. So does the end. Love them. I hate them. I hate it. I don't get it. I had them once as well. Never again. I put it in my mouth and I I, I, I thought it was going to be warm. And then the middle was cold because the pickle and it, it, I, I spit it out. It was like I was a, I was a four-year-old, like spitting things out of my mouth. It was awful. I hate them. So, I hate so, you, part, so you got your deep fryer. What's the first thing you're deep frying? Fries? Wait, probably fries. Right. <laughs> so, so, somehow for me it'd be something involving chicken thighs, probably. Homemade or stir bot. Well, I just go well, I'm not gonna like like butcher a chicken, but I'm gonna go get some boneless chicken. Oh, maybe even not even boneless or skinless, but probably boneless, skinless chicken. So maybe let's skin, I don't know. 
But that's what but that's what I mean. Like you'll buy the chicken thighs and bread them yourself and shit like that. No, yeah, that's, I'll that's throw them in a bowl and throw some shit out and hock them in there and see what see what comes up. Yeah. I that sounds awesome. Like we've talked this before, Dave. I miss like the concept of, of going for wings, right? When you go for like when they were 10 cents, five cents back in the wing war days, right? Like I oh man, those were great. Like, Tuesdays was here, Wednesdays was here, Thursdays was there. Jugs of beer were five bucks and wings were 10 cents. And that's when conversations were really flat. And that's when I would do it too. Like, you're like chicken wings. If I got the my deep fryer, it's chicken wings. It oh, is yeah. Chicken wings. When I'll I make was, my own sauce. When I was young, my brother moved to, he was in school at U of A and he bought a house. And uh, University of Alberta for whoever that means anything to, and he had he was had uh, roommates to help him pay his mortgage. And of course, then the school year ended, and when you go to university, it ends like at the end of May, yeah, or end of April. So then he calls me up, and he's like, "Hey, I need I need a roommate. You're get on the bus and and." Uh, when you get here, you'll have a job. Then you're you're, here. you're staying with me. You can't rent. Great. So, so you're coming I'm here, and I'll tell you where you're working. And tell you where you're living. I got there. He's like, here you go. Drop your stuff up, and here's where you're working, right? And so go work. But I remember, like it was like the second day I'd been there, and my brother gives me a call because I was in the house when he wasn't. Because this was before cell phones. He says, you got to come to the Earl's, I think it was, on White Avenue. Or the Earl's on White, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he says, all been there. you got to come here. And I show up, and he says, you got to get here right now. It's an emergency. And I get there, and he goes, they've got a, a, a plaque on the wall that says, this is the record for, for how many chicken wings somebody's eaten. So you got to eat it right now. And I remember they were playing a game called Sink the Bismarck. Have you ever played that? No. So that's where you got one. What? Anyway, I showed up and they, and I, yeah. I mean, I wasn't even full when I when I went to beat that record. It was sort of weird, but that was a long time ago. And the Sink the Bismarck is actually a good little conversation thing. We'll do it this time. But it's, it's a you have one pitcher of beer and you put a small glass in there and you got another pitcher of beer. And then we're going to pass through a slicker plunk. You're going to keep filling it. And then, the and then whoever brings it to the bottom. Yeah. Once it sinks, it goes. And then you got to drink the whole pitcher. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, they were doing that. And I, and I, and I, got, my, I got my name on a plaque on the wall of that Earl's there. That, Earl's on white. Yeah. I spilled a few beers there in my time in the, back in the early 90s for sure. Yeah. Dave. I had a buddy there that like that Earl's on campus was pretty awesome too. I got a then there's one on Jasper Rap. Edmonton's Edmonton's underrated actually. Back in the day, it was oh man, it was a good time. Yeah, I don't I have no idea what it is now, but in my twenties I had a ton of fun in Edmonton. Yeah, I had a little too White much fun there, Edmonton. Blues if they, on if, white, if I dug yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, there's. Uh, I, I lived on White Avenue. Oh my God, it was. Uh, yeah, it was uh, something special every night of the week there in White Avenue. Dave, one yeah, more. We'll call it a night. Yeah, sorry. I'm okay, gonna... well, here we go. This one is a little more philo- philosophical. Would oh. you rather? Would you rather 
give up your best day ever to get ready of your worst day ever. Ooh. I don't have children, so that's going to change my thought process of this. But would you rather get rid of your worst day or your best day ever? Huh. 100% give up your best day ever to get rid of your worst day ever. I don't even that's know which, which is which. I haven't even thought, thought about it, but for sure. You know, like, so in your brain, you don't have a worst day ever and a best day ever? No. But I know that my worst day, because I've jettisoned them, I've tried to make them not happen anymore. <laughs> right? But I know that. I know that I I hate losing more than I like winning. So that's it. So that's one loss. Yeah. One loss rather than one more win. I'll like take that. Yeah, like I've had some really, really great days. I've had some really shitty days. The negative always outweighs the positive, right? That's just how things are in life. Uh, that was very philosophical. I'm proud of you on a, on a Thursday night in October here. Um, That's a good one. I Yeah, I, if I can get rid of my worst day ever, I would do that. Because those ones, you, you fucking stew on those ones. I, and I, I can kind of probably break it down to 20, I guess. I don't know what it is, but... There's been some bad ones. You're like, oh fuck, and those those weigh you down. When you, when you have a great day, you're like, yeah, that was great, and then it's over. But the the, 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 but the, 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 the bad ones, those weigh you down because you hope that there's more good ones coming, right? And there's there's more good ones than bad ones the older you get, right? So getting rid of that uh, that bad one, that would be a good thing. My uh, bad, my my worst. Oh, sorry, go. Craig, you say some at the time you don't even know you're worse. It's sometimes right. just looking back and going, Oh, I'm not I'm not proud of how they behaved there. So some of that is just I'd like to I'd like to take that, I'd like to take that out of the memory bank. I'd like to, to, to undo what I did there before I wasn't proud of my behavior. Yeah. And you know, and and we've all had days like that, and and I have specific days in my head when I think about this, but like you know, my best day, I wouldn't trade my best day for my worst day. My best day trumps my bad day. My best day kept keeps me going on. My best day is the thing, and we all we all do make mistakes. And at this age, the mistakes I'm making aren't the same mistakes I'm making in my twenties. No, they're a lot different now. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're they're a lot different. Yeah. They're a lot different. And and so, um, for for myself, I'll keep my best day ever, um, and just know that I've I've learned and moved on from my worst day ever. So do you know what your worst day ever is right now to date? Um, well, I don't know what to date. Um, yeah, I was yeah, no, like I have I have one in my brain, and, and you know, I, you know, and, and that that's you know, sorry, and when I say this too, like I've I've had it I've had a tough little bit here. I I've had a lot of deaths in, in my family and uh and close friends in the last like 18 months but the 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 those are unavoidable and those are going to happen that's just like so I, I i'm not including those um 
the the one I'm the one I'm thinking about. I was about 19 years old and made a really bad decision when I had too much to drink. And I there was two innocent victims, not deaths. My insurance company had to pay a little bit of money, and, and then I, and then I had very high insurance and pre, pre insurance premiums for the next five years. Put it that way. And that's the worst day of your life. Yep. That ain't too bad. Outside of outside of obviously other yeah. uh, uh, outside of like yeah yeah literally no, I know. I get, I get. yeah but that yeah. was one you can control right. Yeah, that was under my control. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. If I could no take way. that day back, my wife would have I honestly believe my wife would have life would have taken a little bit of a different path because that was You never had long hair. I loved my long hair. I pulled. Oh fuck did I pull. Craig was a long hair too. When I first met oh, Craig when he whatever oh, yeah? years ago, he was a long hair. And I hated having long hair. Oh. <laughs> then why'd you keep it long? Like you got both got full head, full head hair. I, I said one time in my life I'm gonna grow my my hair long, and then it kind of pissed off the other guys, the grandparents, and your dad. And so, although she not for your dad, for your grandparents, he's like, no, you can't cut your hair. I'm like, but I hate having your, my, I hate this. It's so it's just a pain in the ass. He's like, no, you can't cut it. I love it. But she didn't love it. She just loved how it pissed off her grandpa. Yeah. Not Steve Margaret, but like the, uh, the Jim and Norma. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. It just, a little bit of spite kept it yeah. long. So that's, so I had that going for me. Dave, those were some, uh, like tonight's show, it's a little different. We were, we were uh, educational, entertaining, informative, and uh, I want to say a tad bit spiritual. First time ever. Uh- Oh, a little bit. We like we 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 try and cover all the bases, and that's you know that's all we can do. <laughs> oh, that's fun. What do you want to do this weekend? Well, no, uh, we're going to Montana this weekend. All right. Yeah, leaving tomorrow after work. Uh, the plan is for the uh, Katie and I are taking Monday off of work. We're going to make a long weekend out of uh, Whitefish. Is there a, a game? Uh, we haven't even Montana looked. State? No, we're not going to football this weekend. We're just gonna. So you're not going to pink concert either. Oh, were you going to pink this weekend? Oh, yeah, yeah I forgot. Tomorrow. That's that's why you're in. Uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, why I'm about uh, here on the, in, the, the, the the west coast affiliate right now. It never uh, it never came to fruition. She got uh, some sort of respiratory disease apparently that she's not allowed to. Uh, to, to perform so oh really so well uh, you know there's there's shittier places to be than vancouver no it's, it's good it, we, we've been long overdue to come for visit anyway so it's been live it's been a lot of fun so you could have been go- you could have flew to salt lake city that's right i'd so rather I be a, in- i get a question for you that, uh, we're nope. probably done already the whole recording stuff right no we're good keep going but all right so you played soccer at, at leftbridge right yeah, I did. Yes, I was a Uval Pronghorn. Yes. So what? Well, first of all, what year did you graduate high school? Eighty-seven, nineteen eighty-seven. Huh. So you grew up. Now, was there a soccer background in your family before you played, or you just there was a community thing? Nope, just me. Yeah, I remember. I remember the day <laughs> registering for. Uh, 
amateur soccer and I was in grade three and we passed a table in the mall and we signed up for my brother and I, and we signed up for uh, amateur soccer, Methbridge minor soccer in the mall. You know what's funny? So that would have been 1977-ish. I remember when I was young playing on, on a, and honestly, we had a team that was a fucking crackerjack team of soccer players. Like, we were good. We cleaned up Calgary. We went to Lethbridge and we played a team. And I remember we lost to a team in Lethbridge and we went, what the fuck? <laughs> and I wonder if that was your team. What's your. Older. What's what's your age? We were varsity, varsity area, Northwest Calgary. I don't remember what the Calgary varsity. And you there, but this remember this was like age 11 or 12. What was your what's your birth year, Craig? I'm 1970. Oh, so we for sure would have played together. And then I remember going and how fucking disappointed we were, and I felt like we played so bad. And I'm like, the grass is way longer here than we're used to. And I'm coming up with all this shit in my head. Big <laughs> city guys, boy. You the grass is longer. Us out of like the provincials probably that we, won, we won provincials against Varsity. Fuck, one we, year, should yeah. we were way better. <laughs> <And then laughs> Bringing the masses together 40 years later. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Look at that. I'm just like, I know, I wonder. But yeah, we. I was not this, a star player on that team. But I remember... That's funny. We played a team from Lethbridge. I'm like, and they were really good. And probably you would have played on it if you went to where you, you know. If yeah, if if your birth year was we we for sure played each other. We 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 shared a pitch. Isn't that funny? That That is awesome. Yeah, we played really good, and we played we played the best team of Lethbridge, and they beat us. But they can't be that many best teams in Lethbridge. It must have. There was only one team. Right, yeah. Calgary had four, right? Mm-hmm. And then from varsity, you guys would have gone on to the either Calgary Blizzard, right? That that would be the yeah, that was kind of where you'd go on to that. But I never yeah. played Blizzards, yeah. You guys just I quit soccer after that. I couldn't stand losing leverage. <laughs> I sent you into retirement. And Bringing people together one podcast at a time. That's great. No, it's funny. No. Dave, it's a lot of fun. Have a great weekend out there in Montana. Oh, Don't do anything you, uh, you got to do or, or do something you got to do. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Is Jasper going? Of course he's going. Like, what else? What, Play what at home and look after, the, uh, look after the dog. No, dog comes with him. Dog comes with we're all we're all going together and uh, we're just one big happy family. Anyway, it's the fourteen twenty four sports podcast. Four beers plus talk. Finally done. Sorry. Four beers sports talk and a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More important, take, take care of yourself. Feed you around. Can you stick on the ice? And what else, Dave? I don't want to see Craig's son swinging at high pitches. There you go. Have a great weekend, Dave. And. Uh, Craig, no guarantees. Craig, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. It was a lot of fun here at the uh, BC, uh, the West Coast affiliate. A lot of fun tonight. Make sure you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday. Don't fuck with the sea lions either tomorrow. No. Sea lions. No. I don't fuck sea with lions. Just Walruses, what do you sea do? lions. You throw Dutch Bears. bread. What do you, what do you throw sea lions? A little piece of ham? What's that? 
Well, like you throw the ducks like a little piece of bread. Why do you throw sea lions on the beach? Damn. Ha ha! Girl, there. Tom Purdy. Okay, Deanna and Andy Lane are going so much with the, in the ocean one morning. Yeah, so it should be. Uh... Oh, they got wetsuits? Yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah, I know. That's what it is. I'm not going to. I don't want to. No, they're going to be cold as cold could be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be terribly warm. Turkey's going to be done, right? I'm not going. Well, let him do it. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you guys again on uh, on Monday.